Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hi, friends. Welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. And this is episode 48. Yes. That is two less than 50. That's what that is. Yep. I'm a mathologist. Good, good math on you. You're welcome. Um, how are we all doing? Yeah. Well, you and me, I think, are doing pretty well. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, the yeah, we wanted to uh, we wanted to start the show with just a conversation. Sure. Um, and not about IVF or baby making. No. Um, there's kind of bigger things going on right now. Yeah, I mean, there's the world seems. I mean, it's like so. I think specifically with the death of George Floyd and the you know and all of the protests and the things that I think are happening around that, um, plus COVID, plus joblessness, plus mm. our president who just keeps spouting racist bullshit. Wow, it's just like it's a it's a multi layered cake. Yeah. For sure. And I think that, I mean, the things that are happening because of the police brutality are righteous, I think, are justified. The fact that it's become violent and in all those things is a, is a bit of a bummer. Yeah. Um, but it's because it takes away from the, the core message of it. But I'm also like, I don't know. I can't judge you for your reaction to things. Well, and, and where... Where else do you go? Because nothing, nothing has changed. Sure. Well, and every time black people and people of color try to protest things, white people say, well, you have to do it peacefully. And then they Mm -hmm. like take a knee at an NFL game. They're like, well, not like that. Right. And then they, you know, I mean, and then they wear shirts that say something. Well, you can't say that. Right. And it's, I don't know. I mean, I just think Black lives matter. All lives matter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Burn it down. I mean, it's to me. It's I have I have some relatively radical beliefs that I won't necessarily go into on the show, but um, you know, I have a hard time. I don't know. I have a hard time sympathizing with police that stand in a blue line to surround anybody who does anything uh, from their team, and I just think that there, we need to be called cops. Need to be calling out bad cops, or else they're all bad cops. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and not only that, but we as you and me specifically <laughs> as white people need to be having these conversations and really taking a look at um our privilege, what that means, how to deconstruct that and then what we do cuz it's, you know, we're not cops and we also don't call ourselves racists, but that's simply not enough. Right. Right. Well, (laughs) Um, I think there's a lot of listening that needs to happen. Um, I killer Mike from run the jewels, uh, had this amazing speech that he gave. I think it was maybe last night in Atlanta. Um, you know, that talked about a lot of things, but really I think was a wonderful, I don't know, emotional way of, of talking about kind of what's happening. And, you know, he's, he's very much kind of pro cops and, um, but also like we need to fight for the safety of, of our people. And 
And also a lot about white people needing to listen mm-hmm. and just shut the fuck up for a little while. Oh, that, yeah. See, that's that's interesting because I I think that that is such a huge piece. But then also within white community to be talking about race and racism. Yeah. And um, acknowledging that it exists. Acknowledging that it exists. <laughs> I mean, because we can sit in our privilege on our ivory tower (laughs) right um and you know we don't have to have a conversation with our future child about you know the fact that they might be harassed or killed by a cop we just we don't we will never have to face that or by by do-gooder citizens that carry guns and chase black runners down the street yes and shoot exactly. him for not listening to their orders, quote unquote. Exactly. Yeah. No, and it's, so we're in Portland, Oregon, and um, there was some, you know, rioting and, well, there was there was awesome protests yesterday, and then it kind of, um, you know, became rioting and looting and all those things. And so it's, there's actually a, a curfew put in place tonight, which I think a lot of cities have that. And, you know, what's interesting about Portland is that, you know, we have a, it's a, you know, we have a relatively small population of color. And so there was like, but it was interesting just to see the videos from around town last night. Cause like we, you know, like Portland people here are like professional protesters, mm. you know, we're known for having Antifa. We're known for all these different things. Um, and I think protesting is great. And I think it does, it, it does move the needle. But when, you know, when it's like all the, all that Fox news and all that, all those different, the, you know, conservative outlets, all they're showing is the violence and the windows breaking and, destruction of private property and they're not talking about the reason that it's happened the kind of righteous anger and righteous violence that some of that um is and uh, i don't know it's it's just like i think we all have to be a little bit more complex and nuanced than just seeing oh my gosh they're breaking into louis vuitton you know it's like yeah okay maybe that's happening but it's like group anger and and emotion is not it's it's not smooth. Right. And I just think we need to know that it's like, this is, you know, I think the bubbling and the boiling over of this, good. Yeah. Because it hopefully it'll stick. Because like with the with the mass shootings that happen, and then 10 days later, we don't even remember that it happened. We don't even remember the name of the school or the, sh- you know, the, what happened. I mean, can you name the last 10 black people that were killed by cops? Right. The names just start to blend together. Right. Because it's so frequent. Right. Well, and again, we, you know, they blend together for us because we don't, we don't have to think about that on a daily basis. Sure. I don't have to get in my car and be terrified to be pulled over. Yeah. Um, And so that's, Yeah. It just makes me so sad to talk to my friends who, like you said, are talking to their young children about the fact that they need to... Like, these are kids that are of the age where they're like, I want to be a police officer. And they need to say to them, well, okay, that's fine. But, like, just understand, like, some of this stuff is happening. Like, some of these cops are targeting people that look like you. And I don't know. There's nothing more sad to me than thinking about that. And, you know, us on the verge of having a child Mm -hmm. and having to talk to them even about the fact that 
this sort of thing happens, that people right. are targeted and killed and injured because of the way that they look. Right. It's terrifying. Right. So I don't know. You know. And yeah, and the the importance of having that conversation. Either, yeah. You know, as as white people, I think is is so incredibly important. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And. Yeah. 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 We didn't. Uh, I don't know. We didn't have anything super planned or no. <laughs> well thought out clearly we were going to um, go into Rinny just got well i guess we will go into that later but yeah. uh, we were just we're like working into the ivf stuff and so we were going to talk about some of that but then this this just seems more important um i don't know that i have that much more to say about it because it's just i, I end up kind of going to a really sad or mad place with it and that's you know i think valuable but um we don't need to hear me rant and rave for 20 to 30 more minutes we don't. No. Just listen. Just listen. Yeah, and just everybody just, you know, keep your ears and eyes open for um, the ways that you can be helpful, the ways that you can be helpful by not doing things, the way that you can help be helpful by doing things. And the main thing for me is, yes, racism exists in, you know, lo- like long, wide, and far in our country. But the fact that our president is actively tweeting and saying things that are supporting white supremacy, that are supporting race baiting, that are supporting racist cops, um, we need to fucking step up. And the fact that Joe Biden might not be the best candidate, I don't give a fuck. We need to get Trump out by any means necessary. And so... Figure out whatever you can do in your community to make sure that people are voting, to make sure that people understand where a lot of this shit is coming from. The fish stinks from the head. And yeah, we got to chop it off. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. You're welcome. (laughs) So babies. (laughs) I know. Feels crass and strange. It doesn't. I mean, but it's, (laughs) but you know, this is, this is what we're going through. This is what the show is about. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're totally right. Yep. Um there's yeah and this is you know again i just keep coming back to thinking about this like what a privileged place i'm in that i can you know sure think oh man doing my podcast sounds really you know it's just white privilege and white guilt at the same damn time right exactly yep. yeah. yeah we can wrap ourselves up in knots about it you know yeah. I just, I don't think it's, I don't think that's pushing anything forward. No, you're right. You're totally yeah. right. Yeah. So it's, I mean, we, um, well. Yeah. And, th- and, and thanks for saying that actually, because there is that the um, white guilt piece is, is doing absolutely nothing yeah, and, and rather can, contributing. Yeah. And you can self-flagellate and you can become, you know, per- it can lead to paralysis, you know? Exactly. And I just think that it's like. Just, I don't know, look out for the people that you can fucking step up and speak out about what you see that's, that's, you know, pushing white supremacy, even in quiet, in quiet places and in things that are kind of everyday things that we don't even think about. And then, but then also I think it's just like, everybody's got to kind of like live their lives in a way that is like live it positively. Yeah. Um, but not analysis by or paralysis by analysis sort of thing, you know? Right. Well, and I think there's also a, um, you know, a big part of listening mm. is also 
you know, accessing people and paying people for, you know, leading a group on Mm. racism. Mm. And you know what I mean? There's, there's, it's not just like, oh man, I'm white. Hey, black friend, can you help me? (laughs) Well, God, I know like how tired people of color must be of having to explain why why things are bad. Right. (laughs) Um, But there are people that lead groups and hold conferences sure. and do one-on-one consulting. And yeah. so um, I think to to seek that out and really, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and also to give really... Give people their value. Yeah, to give people their value and to actually give people power. Right. I mean, to give the people that are going through these things, the, you know, the, the people of color that are, you know, threatened by this every day, put these people in office, yeah. put these people in places of, you know, positions of power where they can make decisions and then let them lead us, you know, mm-hmm. let them show us like what, what it looks like to be better as a society. And, um, yeah. <laughs> so Joe Biden for president. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, no, but it's, but I just think that like, he's looking at some VP candidates that are cool, that are great people that are like, you know, people of color, women of color that are like, they're gonna. They can push the needle. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And go listen to Run the Jewels. Killer Mike's awesome. <laughs> True. <laughs> Kill your masters. Um. All right. Yeah. Let's let's just talk a little bit about what's what's going on. I mean, yeah. so so one of the well, things that's been happening is like we're just we're like entering the like first initial stages of of IVF. And, um, and it's like, for me, at least for the infertility slash fertility part of things is like starting to actually like feel real. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're, we're in it. It's felt real to me for, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) for a long time. But I don't know. It's, there's something about like, (laughs) there's something about like Eastern style, like supplements and things like that. Totally. Things you've been taking that can kind of feel like, oh, it's just a vitamin or whatever. Yeah. Rinnie just got like a $3,000 bag of needles the other day, basically. Well, why don't we take a look at what's in the bag? Because we actually... Do we want to do that on micro on something that people can't see? Yeah. Oh, great. It's called an unboxing. So our ASMR fans... Oh. (laughs) Should I get some (laughs) tissue paper? Hey, guys. Um, no, but we really haven't looked through the bag no, we properly haven't. yet. Yeah. Um, and so, so basically, uh, what we're doing right now is I, I say we, what I'm doing because right <laughs> <laughs> Mikey is taking an antibiotic. Oh, poor Mikey. Oh, poor Mikey. Oh. I will say we are both taking doxycycline. I won't say that it's been the easiest thing. It kind of makes you feel little, sick. A little rough on the gut. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I haven't taken an antibiotic in, in years. And it's, um, yeah, you yeah. got to do it like literally while you're swallowing food. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just, ugh. but anyways, that's like the worst thing I've got going on. Yeah, right? <laughs> Insert large eye roll here. Yeah, seriously. Um, but basically, you know, so it's interesting. The The whole IVF process is... You know, there's parts of it that feel quite heavy-handed, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) And so one of the heavy-handed parts is taking an antibiotic twice a day for 10 days, just in case. Right. Just in case there's some lurking bacteria somewhere. Yeah, you got to burn, like scorched, I keep saying like scorched earth. Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Burn it all. 
And then also, um, four days ago, five days ago, whatever it is now, I started birth control, which seems weird and counterintuitive. But basically, if you guys listened to our show last week, let's just shout out Khalees, who was freaking phenomenal. Um, So we interviewed an IVF nurse and... um, God, she was so fabulous. I know. But, if you didn't listen to that episode for whatever reason, go listen to it. She was, I love her so much. Um, if we could pay her to just come and live with us during this whole process, I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked, I really liked her approach. But um, yeah, so we kind of, we just want to take you through step by step what it looks like. Um, and so basically this first process um, is birth control so that they have sort of complete control over my cycle. So they'll know, you know, exactly where I'm at on Monday. I go in for a mock transfer. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. And so we're both going in for a blood draw where they're going to do like a genetic, like genetic screening. Yes. And then you go, when is that? That is right after. Oh, really? The blood draw. Yeah. And, and I so, can't be with you. No, no. Oh. So, um, yeah. So I'll report back on Saturday exactly what that is. But sort of my understanding is the nurse practitioner or doc, I'm not sure which one's going to be doing it, but wants to check your uterine lining to make sure that it will be uh, robust enough for implantation. Wow. And so I don't know exactly what mock transfer means. Like, what the fuck are they putting in there? I know. They're going to put like a... (laughs) Chia seed? Yes. I don't know. I was trying to think of something even. Or no, remember those little sponges that, or those little pills? Oh, that pills? would like become a towel? <laughs> or like a foam dinosaur? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Maybe that's what they do. Do you know what I did with one of those when I was a kid? Stuck it up your butt. Well, it came out my butt, but I stuck it in my mouth. Oh, gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you think I stuck it in when it was a pill? No. No, I ate no. the dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we are going to have many poopsidents with our future little one. Oh, yeah. Sneaking suspicion. Yeah, and he's not going to be smart. <laughs> like, his, like his dad. Um, so, yeah. So, mock transfer. You were using Ooh. your hand a lot when you were just talking about that? Are they going to, like, check your uterine lining with your fi- with their fingers? No, no. They'll oh. do, like, they'll do the ultrasound. Oh, gotcha. And, okay, um, all right. You were making a motion with your hand that was kind of like a handgun, and I was like... <laughs> well, I was thinking gonna... like wand. Oh, yeah, maybe. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, well, and are they going to check if on your last period you shed the previous uterine lining? Um, Is that part of it? Yeah. I mean, it's already shed, right? right. And so they want to see the the kind of building back up, okay. what that looks like. Because they were talking about having a good bleed, or Khalees was talking about it too, like yeah. that you really want to make sure that you've like fully had a good bleed and shed the last. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, that's why they don't do it until day, you know, like I think it's day seven through 11 or okay. something like that. Yeah. Or maybe eight through, because they want to make sure that your yeah period's done. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting. Seriously. And then, um, I will get another period before I start any of these injectable medications. Mm. So basically we're looking at some stuff right now. Mm, crinkling some stuff right I now. know. <laughs> There's so many. It does look like a lot of presents. Yeah. It looks like there could be a Game Boy in one of these, but it's not. 
I don't think there is. Yeah. Um, everything's really nicely um, labeled. Yeah. Like, for instance, I have a plastic baggie here that says syringes and needles for Menopure. Um, and then for instructions, you can visit, it's actually called New Era Pharmacy. This is a fucking new era. You know it? it is. It is. <laughs> and here's the Menopure. Yep, that's so that's later on my understanding. Okay, yeah. Um, and when you jiggle it around, it kind of sounds like like a friend and I went um skeet shooting recently with shotguns. And when you get like a box of shells, it sounds like that kind of <laughs> We're gonna be blasting some some menopure up in your Hopefully that's not what's in there. Geez, seriously. And then here is Folly stim. Sure. A cartridge. Okay. I just want to open this it up. Lo- and it looks see. like a cartridge. It looks like it could be an eight track. It really does. The packaging it's is very, very retro. Yeah, hey. <laughs> I know. I've got my jean jacket collar flipped up. <laughs> and your Game Boy out, probably. And my Game Boy out, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember getting my Game Boy for the first time when I was a kid and it looked like a package like these. Whoa. Oh, yeah. This is, it's all, it's very Jurassic Parky. Yeah. Like the, you know, all those things they would open know. up. I've never and... seen Jurassic Park. You haven't? I don't think so. Dude. I saw the new one. Tighten up. Well, the new one. Um, yeah, so this is basically a vial and then several small, what look like um, little half and half containers. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like the ones that, that can sit out at room temperature. Yeah, for totally. Some yum, yum, yum. And so, cool. yeah, so the vial will be. Uh, what I'm going to be drawing up through the syringe, I surmise. I don't mean to be whatever, but are these all supposed to be refrigerated? No. Oh, okay. I mean, not that I, not that I was okay. told. <laughs> so let's hope not. <laughs> let's hope not, because they haven't been. Um, and we just blew all the money. So we've got here four boxes of these Folly Stim cartridges, two boxes of the Menno Pure, yep. and then another four boxes of what Ooh. is that over there, Mikey? Ganarelix. Okay. Ganarelix. It's uh, this is Skrillex's DJ cousin. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Ganarelix. It's a. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's the oh. it's the STD version. Great. Um, she just dropped it. And then we also have a Folly Stim pen, which I'm going to use with my cartridge. Oh yeah. And the Folly Stim is written in like serious, like sans serif font yes. and then pen is written like barbie kind of barbie font oh yeah barbie dream house like pen with like a underneath it you're gonna love it god <laughs> we're creating a dream house for our future baby oh yeah i like that that's a nice way of looking like at that. it right that's great um so we're gonna keep you up to speed as i either inject these into my belly yeah or into my booty yeah so um that won't be happening until next month yeah and we also, um, the last thing in the bag is a Sharps container. Yes, they graciously gifted me with a Sharps container. I know, that's nice. So I can uh, eliminate my trash. Yeah, not spreading needles about. Mm-hmm. I know, we're going to, yeah, we're going to take some pics of all these things and just, uh, you know, and kind of keep you updated. So Mikey, what's actually at Mikey and Rin, Yeah, I did change the IG page too. Um, because we want it to be not only us staying in, but us doing all the things. That's right. So... Yeah, and... Follow us, at Mikey and Rin on Instagram. Nice. You're welcome. Um, 
We also on yesterday, that was, we mm. had a very long conversation with a genetics counselor. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Which was supremely interesting. So, yep. you know, going through IVF, there's lots of decisions to be made. Right. Um, and one of them is whether or not, A, you want to be have genetic screening, mm-hmm. you um, and if you have a partner, your partner. Um, and then whether or not you want to do genetic testing um, on your embryos. Right. And Mikey and I have opted for both of those. Yeah. Yep. So why, yeah, why did you, why, what was that decision for you? Why did you decide? Uh, I mean, I, part of it is just the fact that like, well, I don't know. There's already enough unknowns. I don't need there to be more. Yeah. Like kind of like, I don't know if we can know the things as many as we can know, then let's know them. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just part of me is kind of like, I don't know. We've been trying for a long time and it's like, I, I don't know. I'd like to know what we're getting into on some level. I don't care about like picking the gender or any of that stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I, and the selfishly, there's part of me that's but like... But all the chromosomes being there. Sure. Is, yeah, if, yeah. If we could avoid having a child with special needs, I would like to do that, you yeah. know? Well, and interest, you know, this, this is no guarantee, right? Of it's course. It's just saying that, you know, what we've biopsied right, right. now um, is, you know... All the chromosomes are there. Yeah, um, but what I but what I was saying to you earlier is like, you know, when you're just having sex and potentially getting pregnant, you're not testing for shit. Right, right. And so yeah. this is even <laughs> the fact that we're able to select for good sperm and a good, you know, egg and all those things. I mean, that's already light years ahead of just fucking. Right. So I'm. That was the, so crude. That fucking. was real crude. Amen. But. Um, <laughs> But yeah, but I just, I think it's like, I don't know, dude, it's, you know, science has created this for a reason, this opportunity. And so let's just, let's utilize it. Yeah. No, I feel the same way. I'm also um, admittedly fearful of miscarriage sure. and that happening again. And so um, all that we can do to prevent that I is agree, yeah. um, really important. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, I, I, the conversation yesterday was also very intense because we had to go through oh, yeah. all of our family history up to our grandparents, but basically like the health slash de- causes of death of everyone in our family from grandparents down and then out, kind of out to cousins and stuff. Yeah. And it was, um, boy, I, I fibbed some of those things. <laughs> I mean, I was like, uh, I think that grandma died. It's 97. You know, like I, I mean, I know a couple of those things, but like I didn't mention that my dad's mom had, um, colon cancer. I forgot right, about that. Right, right, right. Yeah. I ended up feeling like a real asshole yesterday. Why? Because my family was like, kind of like, <laughs> Ding, 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 ding. Like a bunch no, of stuff. I was like, oh, man. Like no. this kid's going to have a fucking club foot and 80 <laughs> kinds of cancer because of my family. Cool. <laughs> There's no club feet in my family that I know of. Oh, no well. offense to club footers. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It, it's, you know, I think that we have been thinking about things we never thought we would think about before. Oh, and, yeah. Um, yeah, I think when you start your trying to conceive journey, it's like you're I know that for me I was dreamy you know I was like yeah oh what is this magical little creature you know um what are they gonna look like yeah what are they gonna do you know and and now I'm like so nuts and bolts like I want 
a pregnancy to term, right, and a healthy baby, <laughs> right. Done. Low bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's all. But to me, it's like there's the magic of hey, let's go have sex in Hawaii, yeah. and get pregnant, and it'll yeah. be amazing, and it's like magic, magic, magic. But there's also magic in like I don't know what they're doing. Like oh, this it's is the magic phenomenal. of modern medicine. I'm like it's I have you know. Yeah. It's like it's the difference of like picking a um, romesco, uh, no romanesco cauliflower, and being like, "Wow, nature made this like fractal pattern of this like beautiful thing." Right. And then also picking up a new iPhone and being like, "Oh my god, look at how beautiful <laughs> the design of this is!" And they're both kind of equally beautiful on some level. I like the thought too of how many different hands and eyes and mm. and testing and thoughts are going to are going to go towards yeah. our little embryo. Totally. That's fucking rad. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know? Totally. It's it's all of this energy into this you know little thi- yep. little creation. Yeah. It's really fucking cool yeah and i think that there's like some really loving people that are going to be involved definitely i dig that definitely well and us from afar i think we're really um gonna be giving it some blessings oh of course um, i kind of want to go tuck the like tuck them in at night i know our little (laughs) blastocyst to say like oh hey yeah so that's where we're at friends we're right at the beginning yep um it's a super exciting time. Yeah. It's also we're you know a little trepidatious and sure. Um, it's we're, a it's a. I think I said this a couple weeks ago, but it is an interesting little soul that is choosing to come into the world right now. Amen. <laughs> amen. Yeah, I know it's. Uh, I know it is, and it's awesome. I mean, this is kind of like we're back at episode one. I know. That's I like true. that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe next one we'll call it episode one. One yeah. A. It's just Groundhog Day. At- Fuck yeah. God, it feels like Keep that. doing the same yeah. episode. <laughs> we love you guys. Um, we do. Yeah, we got to watch RuPaul's Drag Race season finale right now. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. But, um, you know, as we talked about at the beginning of the show, just look out for one another. Just love one another. Just really, like, show some support. Do your part. Yeah. Speak Listen, up. Speak out. Have conversations. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Um, let's eat at Mikey and Rin. Stay in if you want to bounce any thoughts to us. Uh, at Mikey and Rin on Instagram. My, uh, Mikey and Rin stay in on Facebook. That's what we got. Yes. And next week we'll be back. I don't know what's going what's gonna to happen next week. Maybe an interview. Maybe just the two of us. Yep. Yep. Um, we love you guys. We love you. And I love you. Aw. Aw. I'm Mikey. I'm Rin. And tonight, we're going to stay in. We're going to stay in.